Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. And today uh, I'm reviewing podcast 1239 with Travis Barker. It was a fantastic conversation and uh, I love the whole podcast and I can't wait to talk about it. I uh, got my buddy here, Jay. Say what's up, Jay. Glad to be here. How are we doing, guys? Yeah, and uh, he's a big fan of Travis Barker and Blink-182 from back in the day. I mean, really, who isn't, though? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, listen to the podcast, and it's good to have a fan on. So, without further ado, let's start this review. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where each week I review every single episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. What more do you want? So we all know Blink-182, and we all remember their songs. I mean, so many legendary tracks, fantastic, some of those albums. Girl at the Rock Show. Yeah, unbelievable. And so hilarious, too. Mm -hmm. Their music videos oh, yeah. are really some of the best. Those guys had a ton of fun, for sure. Dude, that album cover of The Nurse with the... Uh, so with hot. So hot. Yeah, like, you I know that was a porn star? That. Straight up, that's a porn star. No, she was, yeah. Really? I'm pretty sure, yeah. They, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty, I mean, <laughs> look, Google it. But I, I'm like, I put money on it. I'm pretty Where's sure. Where's Jamie? Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. We can't afford a Jamie. <laughs> we can't afford One anything. One day. But uh, yeah, and it's uh, so fantastic. And then his life since then. So uh, the Blink-182, obviously, that's a long time ago when they were at their peak. Mm -hmm. And band members have moved on. They've done different projects. And... You know, Travis has had some real crazy incidents in his life. Not just multiple marriages, but about 10 plus years ago, got an incredibly awful plane crash. I don't even, like, I don't remember that even being on the news. Like, I remember I, it. I don't happening. remember that. Yeah, it was so brutal. Because they were saying that people on it died. They showed yeah. the plane messed up real bad. Yeah. He had, like, jumped out of the plane. Yeah got burnt which he, he talks a little bit about on this podcast with joe yeah and uh it just i remember it being pretty brutal like yeah. people thought oh he's not gonna make it out of yeah. this and yeah. you know burns are kind of like that he said 75 percent of his body he had skin grafts on 75 percent that is and insane it that's unbelievable he was in kind of a bubble too, like he, people couldn't come see him right because oh. of the infections yeah. spitting up fusel like like oh jet fuel. jet fuel three months after it oh my god how is that possible i don't understand probably just how ridiculously volatile that fuel is Ugh, so nasty yeah it's unbelievable i complain like the day after hangovers like, <laughs> yeah, right you know, like, oh my god well he doesn't fly anymore <laughs> <laughs> he does not and you can't That's... blame him can you i mean i couldn't ever even think of blaming someone that was no. like in that kind of an no, incident no, 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 no. Two of his best friends, both those pilots. I mean, you think just PTSD alone from that. Well, Poor the crazy guy. thing, too, was that he couldn't even... Like, this just shows how much, like, rock stars, like, just fucking party and, you know... Are we allowed to curse on this, by the way? Yeah, you've done it. <laughs> okay. Too late. All right, cool. We're in it. So, like, how much he partied and he would start, like, socking the doctor during... During... Oh, the surgery? surgery? Mm. Like, he can wake up during anesthesia? Like, that is crazy how yeah do, i don't understand how that's that's physically well like, he was possible. having so many surgeries for the burns 
And because of his high tolerance from a lot of different drugs, he was yeah. saying that he would wake up yeah. and somehow, yeah. be in a dream state and start swinging at doctors. Like, awake during a surgery. How hellish of a nightmare must that be? But you're, you're like, a chemistry background. Like, doesn't that... It's a different drug, isn't it? Like, anesthesia to whatever... Well, they use, they use a cocktail of things, like propanol and all these different types of cocktails. Yeah. So, but it's all based on, like, tolerance level, kind of. Okay. So it's, like, weight okay. and height. Yeah. You know, like, a, a grizzly bear would obviously have x amount more than a human would have right so in ratio bases yeah so i think what can happen unless you have a resistance completely to certain anesthetic drugs yeah. which is fairly rare <laughs> probably what's happening is his tolerance is like 1.5 yeah of regular person so it just ran out yeah you know it's like this is supposed to keep you under for three hours it keeps Jesus. him for an hour and a half and, and then he's swinging and, He's Mike Tyson, you know, it's hard for them to gauge it and be like, oh, well, maybe we need to give him more of this because that, that's when shit starts to get fatal as yeah. well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. just liability yeah. issue, you know, when you're kicking a celebrity of Travis Barker's, um, you know, fame out of your hospital mm-hmm. when you've been helping fix him from a horrendously bad crash, yeah. you know, and that could be a ton of really positive press for you and yeah. you're just like this whole Fuck deal this. is a problem <laughs> this like, guy this, is not worth this it. guy's got strong arms <laughs> oh yeah he's a drummer yeah he is a drummer i found it really fascinating when he was talking about the, the anytime he does his concerts right so yeah. he's drumming away and he's a ferocious drummer yeah. and very very talented awesome yeah. his instagram alone if you guys don't follow him i'd say start because it's it's really impressive just him just collaborating with people and drumming like a ninja i mean it's really unbelievable but you know you don't think of a rock star as like this is a, a, a set in in the sense of like a timed really energetic yeah. like activity he yeah. almost described it as being like a ufc fight mm-hmm. like oh this song lasts five minutes so I need to pace myself at this point and do this and then yeah. wait a bit more because this whole show is like two hours yeah. of like this repetitive energy movement. Yeah, he said he would take like a song. He like knew that he was going to take a song easy because the next song, you know, he's going to ramp up and really do like a solo or right. something. Like I never even thought about that. Mm-mm. Like from a stand, like being in the From an stand, idiot's point of view. Know, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You just don't think of those things. That's why it's so great to have these... Yeah brilliant people on and then they can talk about their process and yeah. you're just like oh wow yeah that's fucking crazy they i mean now you think about it they probably even space the songs out to some degree yeah so that he's not just like blowing his arms off yeah for sure three fast ones in a row which kind of is tough because all of their songs are, are fast as hell crazy yeah i yeah. mean that guy has just been oh just plowing him down well the one concert that i went to like back when I was like 16, he literally, one of the songs, he must have been strapped in. He got upside down and he started, like he literally, they lifted him all the way up and they rotate him and he was drumming as he's upside down and he's still going. Like it was the most wild thing I have ever seen in my life. 
And, I mean, you had to think, like, he was taking the song before that off. Like, oh, my God, I'm about to go upside down. Yeah. This in I don't even minutes. get how that works. It was How wild. did they do it? They didn't, they, I mean, he couldn't have been. So he's strapped cushion, into right? everything. Yes, he must have been. He must have And been the whole drum set is strapped down. He, all of a sudden, he started rising. And, I mean, we're, like, 14-year-old, like, high off of, like, shitty weed. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk off of, like... Three beers. Stolen alcohol from, <laughs> We're your, just from your parents' liquor up. Yeah, exactly. Like, we had, like, fucking, you know, Stella. Like, that was our first beer. Whatever. Right. We had just stolen this shitty weed. And, like, he starts rising up. We're like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he just starts rotating. We're like, what in the hell? And he goes all the way down and all the way back up. And he does it, like, three times. And Holy we were like, shit. Uh, Playing the whole time. Ball- the whole time. Dude. That's why It was insane. And it was a solo for him, too. So it was literally just, like, him going at it. Like, all the other guys were just, like, taking it easy. That's freaking crazy. How do they even come up with that stuff? I, I have no idea. And that was so interesting, too, when he was talking about how they couldn't have, like, fire. Because he was so, like, afraid of it post Oh, yeah, the post the crash. That would make sense. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. And at the end of the day, come on. What are you doing with pyrotechnics in yeah. your rocket? Just go to fancy lights. Yeah. You're not like, deaf left. What's going on? I know. <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> blowing stuff up on the stage these days? Let's get to the good music and use some new technology. Oh, what did you think of... So so Travis um, Barker talks a lot about being a vegan yeah. on this podcast. So he's yeah. a devout vegan, yeah. right? And uh, owns some restaurants. And he has this guy that works in a restaurant that took a vow of silence for 20 years. What did you think of that when you heard that? Like, Joe was shocked. Uh, it was like, that is blowing my mind. That is still blowing my mind. I had, this might be a hot take here. I had the, <laughs> the image of this guy has to go home and just start talking to himself. Start talking to the wall. There, I, I don't believe it. Yeah, he's I a don't liar. believe it. I think he is full of shit. He's a liar. I think this guy it. is full it. of shit. Yeah. I think he opens his door shuts it at night and sits there and talks to the fucking wall. Yeah. I, I, there's no way. 22 years? You would go insane. I think so. So you have your internal voice, right? You know, and that's a lot of times how we kind of talk to ourselves yeah. unless we're getting a bit crazy. Yeah. Um, so maybe he just holds that internal, but I feel like you'd test it every now and again. Yeah, you would. You'd be sure. in like a, a quiet area and you'd be like, Hey, uh, yeah. this is what this sounds like. <laughs> and then just watch that talk for a bit and fuck shit. <laughs> <laughs> only does cuss words. Yeah, only like... cuss words. Yeah, because it, it like I mean when you cuss, it has like a like a, a different trigger in the brain. In the yeah, brain, yeah. right? So to him, somebody that hasn't talked in twenty two years, hypothetically, like that would probably like sound like the or that would feel like the most incredible feeling to just like yeah. curse. For the first time in like 15 years. Yeah, for sure. Getting it all out. Yeah. I wonder if you like forget how to talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like if your brain is just not using that part, yeah. like it thinks, but now it's not taking any message to your vocal cords and you're not making the your lips aren't moving. Yeah. And it's, you know, if it's just like, now I forgot. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> you just come back and it's just a mess. Did you think he was cheating though? What like, do you mean? Remember Travis talks about him like talking. Oh, he was lip syncing. He was like lipping it and he could sort of like hear. Is that cheating? I don't know if he was whispering though. Yeah. Maybe he was just lipping yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I mean, you've got to communicate somehow. I just feel like, listen, look, you're obviously making a stand and it's obviously good, you know, for your like whatever mental thing you're going through. Like it's your therapy. But really all you're doing is massively slowing down and then you're lipping it anyway. You're still trying to communicate just really poorly. I mean, come on. 22 years of therapy, though? That's... I mean, either choose to communicate or not. Yeah, like... You yeah, know, if you're like going to half-ass it and then write it down, yeah, you'd yeah. be on the fence. Yeah, Maybe... he writes it down, too. That's... Maybe he, you should just be so in that yeah. you're like, I can't in communicate with you at all. In or out. I don't take questions. I only... In or out. Yeah. I don't know. That blew my mind. Yeah, and did. Supposedly, he's a really fucking good chef, so... Yeah. Sweet. At least when he comes over to your table, you know, and lips to you, hey, how was your meal? You can just, you, you know, you're not going to get stuck in a long conversation. Well, he was saying, was uh, laughing cheating too? Did he say that? Didn't he mention something about he heard him laugh one time? He has laughed, yeah, but he doesn't really laugh out loud. It just like chuckles. Like, <laughs> I want to see, like, put him down in front of like a Dave Chappelle, like in his prime comedy special. Yeah. That dude is cracking up. That guy is crying laughing. I don't sure. care who you are. No, you're if right. You don't even speak English. You're cracking. Up you laughing. might, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I would love to see that. Like to put this guy's, you know, will, but, he, but I think he can still laugh and have a vow. Yeah. You know, he's just laughing. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, he's going to get the hiccups, yeah. right? He's going to yeah. sneeze. Yeah. He's yeah. probably going to make yeah. a bit of a noise when he jerks <laughs> off. <laughs> Can't, Imagine like, that, like Buddhist monks, like if you sneeze, like they kicked you out or something. Like if, <laughs> if that broke, like the vow of silence or something. They were that strict. Like, yeah. Everyone's like, no, no, leave. They're like pranking each other with pepper. <laughs> yeah. You're like, fuck, I've been doing this for 10 years, man. Come on. You get a cold, pepper away from me. You get a cold and you're just, you're done. You're done. Yeah. You're, you're done. But I, yeah. I don't know what the rules are. Vow of silence. Yeah. I'm sure that if you stub your toe and you're like, oh, fuck, <laughs> they like give you, you get a mulligan. I think you get a mulligan. <laughs> you only get to stub your toe once, though. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's only, years. yeah, you can't be like One stubbing time. your toe all the time. <laughs> They're supposed to be mindful. They should be yeah, watching what true. kind of gold statues they bunk themselves on. Except the pain. That's it. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, Travis does talk a lot about how he was kind of accepted into the hip-hop community early on puff daddy wanted him in a video because he's like a cool looking white dude and maybe thought he could sell some eminem style records for him or something but anyway they picked travis they wanted him in there and ever since then he's done collaborations with a lot of different artists he's presented on the bet awards which is a big deal for a white guy you know in the sense of like how the the african-american community sees travis he's definitely a cool fucking dude yeah you know um it's pretty impressive. Have you, are you like much into rap music or? I, I mean, I like am into like a good rap. I'm like, that's the way I am with like horror movies. You know, like I like good horror movies, but I don't like average horror movies. Sure, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. I don't like an average rap song. Like, I feel like I like like really good rap and I really respect like really good hip hop, but like, I don't know. And, and Have it, you ever heard him on, on a track? Mm-hmm. Like collaborating with like I, you probably have but you didn't know it was know. him you yeah. know what I mean I yeah. bet he's on some good yeah. tracks I should have looked those up yeah. before I did this but I didn't get time to do that well I always think it's interesting too when like um, like I was watching there's a documentary on HBO did you see Dr. Dre's documentary on HBO yeah and he's talking well he's like sitting in his you know island getaway or whatever and he's listening to Nirvana and he's just talking about like how good like Nirvana was 
I remember thinking that was the coolest thing ever. That like Dr. Dre, like the last band I would think that he would listen to is Nirvana. But he's just a music nut. Like well, he's just Abba, an addict. Abba know? would what? be the last band. You'd <laughs> yeah, imagine. That's yeah, very true. Imagine like, Dre, like, like, but I, I see. I see where you're going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I totally respect that. Like here's this guy, like who's a hip hop mogul, and he's listening to Nirvana, and he's talking about how much he respects it. Yeah, like I love they it. just like. Well, they get inspiration from a lot of different places. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Jay-Z and Chris Martin from Coldplay are really good friends. Yeah. And they've done collaborations. And then it is what... Well, remember, Jay-Z did that album with Linkin Park. Yeah. That was actually really fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I remember when I heard the idea of it, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. And it was actually just kind of like splicing his other songs. I thought that was brilliant. What happened to Linkin Park? I haven't heard that. Well, the, that main guy killed himself. I didn't even know that. Yeah, you know the you know the blonde okay. that was always like, and now yeah. they want that yeah. <laughs> or whatever he says. Yeah, yeah, that was my yeah. impression. I yeah, apologize. I was gonna say yeah, but, but at of... least you know who it is yes. now. Right? <laughs> yes, yeah, I got. But you did. I got you. Oh, you should hear my Adam Levine. Maybe I'll do that yeah, impression later. Like uh, no, we won't. But. But yeah, he that guy was super depressed, I guess, and you know, off himself. Jesus. So I Did know. they split up? Well, I mean, you're not going far without that. <laughs> and now the guy. But like, doesn't like Queen him. have like a new singer now? Like, doesn't isn't this Queen? What, what are you drunk? No. Yeah, the Queen still tours. Queen? Yeah. Really? Yeah, but they get like a new guy to like sing for them. What? Yeah, it's bullshit. But like, the guy's gotta make money. So they, and they do like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. and all the get out of here. Yes, they do. They, they, nobody goes to those concerts. Yeah, sure. I'm telling. They wouldn't be doing it if nobody went to it. Without e- Eddie, uh, this is where we need Jamie. Mercury, yeah. Eddie Mercury, Jamie. Yeah, without Freddy. him there, Freddie. Sorry. Yeah, it's Eddie. not Queen. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that would just be beyond retarded. You're but, thinking Eddie Money, by the way. What? You're thinking Eddie Money. I was? Yeah. I don't know who that is, so probably not. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> who is that? Eddie Money. He's in 1980s. Oh, no, he certainly wasn't. <laughs> uh, so, one interesting thing that they brought up, because obviously Travis is very successful, has worked with all these different uh, collaborations, rappers, different people, had an incredible career. Mm. One thing that he, w- he was like, wow, I can't, thinking back t- to all the things I've done, I can't believe that I've been able to do that, meet all those people and everything. And Joe said to him, crazy, right? Doesn't it, doesn't it feel like that wasn't even you? Yeah. Like it feels like that was a different life. And it's almost like it's all a dream. Mm -hmm. And I thought that coming from two super successful, (laughs) famous celebrity people Mm -hmm. to like be able to connect with that thought. Yeah. And bear in mind, well, actually Travis said that he doesn't smoke weed anymore, but no doubt Joe was high as fuck when he said it. Yeah. But it's still a, one of those weird things. Like, it seems like it must be that it gets to a point where it seems like everything you touch turns to gold. Yeah. And then maybe the the realism of this life does kind of change a bit. Yeah. Or maybe it wasn't as foo-foo as that. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a way of expressing how fortunate they feel, yeah. you know, that they are. But it was just something that kind of stood out <laughs> no, with me. Yeah. The coolest part i think he says this a little later on to me and i've heard a lot of like successful people say this is they always kind of appreciate that time before they've succeeded you know when travis is talking about how he lived in the beach like yeah. on the beach in laguna oh just that was kinda, a beautiful story you know what i'm saying like i love those stories and all successful people will say this that i've heard is like 
I wish I could go back and appreciate like kind of the grind. Yeah, because you because you're always thinking about tomorrow. Yes, exactly. To really exactly. sit back and and just enjoy it. It's yeah. it's hard because because if you are one of the fortunate ones, yeah. if you're the top one percent of a hundred people, yeah. you might make it. Yeah. You can't stop but thinking about the ninety nine people that won't make it, mm-hmm. and the reason that the definitely the one percent of guy thinks about it the more. Yeah. So he never gets to appreciate that moment. It's because that fear and pain and frustration is the driving force that made him number one. Because here's the thing. If you sit chill long enough and you're just like, trust me, I'll get there. You know, you still put in the work, but you just believe it in yourself. Mm -hmm. There's someone else out there that's doing the same thing, but they're so awfully stressed Mm -hmm. about wanting to do better that they will put in that extra bit of time. Sure, it's not the best version of a life. And this is a generalization. Maybe this doesn't always happen, but this is why I perceive those stories are always that way. You know, they all say, (laughs) I wish I had just spent Like appreciated it. Yeah. The the rise. I thought it was interesting too. I think just take take a little bit of time yeah. to appreciate your moment yeah you know in a sense but you've gotta you've gotta kind of keep that fear pushing you along i think yeah i don't know i don't know where the balance is it's yeah. a tough one but it's definitely a driving force yeah you know and you hear it from these guys they're obsessed travis is obsessed uh, with music joe is obsessed with comedy and the really comedy is what he's doing well, but it's that breathe. obsession that yeah. makes him so good they sleep well that's what I, I thought it was so interesting too when he was talking about it's not those guys that you know have a full-time job and do it once a week you know do the comedy thing those aren't the guys that succeed Never. it was the guys that were there six days a week didn't have anything else to fall back on and were like i am either going to do this or, or i'm going to die trying yep <laughs> And those are the guys that he said made it. Well, that resonates with me because I sit there and I think if I don't think that way and I'm not doing it, I can't make it. Because they don't have other examples of other people doing it. You you can't be, you know, uh, just a weekend warrior with this stuff. You can't be, right? So this is why I think the the dialogue of these podcasts really is so important. Because when he has a guest on that lines up with kind of where you want to go or how you think. Let's say for you, you're a writer. Mm-hmm. You have a guest on who's a writer, yeah. you know, and he, he's talking about how he gets to his success. Yeah. You want to hear those things from these great people, yeah. right? Because it almost none of this stuff is luck, right? It's not like these people won the lottery. They weren't just in the right place at the right time. A lot of them are highly skilled, yeah. highly focused, highly educated individuals that obsessed and the, you know, you look at the things in common with them all. Obsession is is up there almost always. I was going to say with the best 99%. people, yeah. <laughs> Hard work is there too. Yeah. So if you're not just doing those two things alone, you're fucked. You're not going to make it. Yeah. You can't just be picked to be president for that. You know. So that's what that's what I really got out of this podcast. Because yeah. the other thing was saying when Joe said, "Think of all the drummers that you're inspiring now." It's probably a lot. Okay. You know, but there's a lot that are on the fence too. That are like, "Fuck it, I can't do this. I'm gonna go get a job at Target warehouse." Yeah. And then he's like, "No, just do it. Yeah. Go." Just hearing that is fucking awesome. Well, I think the, the one thing that I they're all gonna be unemployed. Disagreed with. <laughs> disagreed with though was when Joe was like, "I wish you know people 
were more like when a kid says, I want to be a drummer. They were more like accepting of that. Like, you should be a drummer. I feel like a kid that like gets deterred by somebody saying you you shouldn't be a drummer is not going to be a drummer. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's the fucking kid that's like, oh, you don't think I'll be a drummer? Well, guess what? I'll show you. I'm a fucking drummer. Do you right. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like those are the guys that make it. It's not like the guys that need to be like, oh, no, you, you got this, man. Like, you can be a drummer. Like, hey there, sport. <laughs> like, and you, well, but you're 100% right. That's the point, too, is like, you know, the with comedy – you can't just encourage young kids yeah. necessarily to become comics. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we're just picking from really fucked up people yeah. that have found a way to be funny. It's almost like if we created a world where parents weren't being shit towards their kids and there wasn't fucked up shit going on yeah. when kids are growing up, we might not even be able to make good comics yeah. anymore. Yeah. You know, So there's a, there is a whole process. And I think being in a rock band and a drummer and all that is yeah. like a rebellious thing anyway and, yeah. you, and you have to have all the parameters that create that need to rebel yeah. along with your music to, to make it all work and maybe even write good songs Yeah, right because sure. you know a lot of really good rock songs are not coming from the healthiest mindsets no. they're coming from torment and no. just a lot Pain, of crazy drugs, shit yeah alcohol yeah absolutely and along that same depressing line let's finish <laughs> with the last bit of the podcast which uh, Joe talks about an event that happened recently in Colorado where a guy was able to kill a mountain lion <laughs> with his bare hands on a hike. He strangled a fucking mountain lion to death. The, here's the problem with this. It's a badass story. This guy is obviously a world-class ninja. He got bit in the face and choked a mountain lion out. Do you have any idea how badass that is to be able to say to anyone under any conditions? You get in a bit of a scuffle with him and he's just like, look, pal. Calm down. Yeah. I once choked a mountain lion to yeah. death. You're like, I'm sorry, sir. I'm apologizing and I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't... Does he take... What's his background? He's got to have a background in something. I don't... They haven't really released a lot more Muay information. Thai? Joe guessed not that Joe it was... Schmel. Joe He's, guessed that it was jiu-jitsu. I don't know how else you could learn to strangle someone that well. I, the like, necks are fucking massive. My, like, my roommate has a pit bull, like, as a dog, and when she... She gets riled up. The pit bull gets riled up. I'm like, holy shit. Like, this thing could kill me if it really got mad at me. Yeah. Can you imagine a mountain lion? Well, supposedly... Like, times that by three. No, supposedly this was a smaller one. So uh, it was only around 100 pounds. Okay. But that's still, well, still pretty massive. Yeah, it's that's... way bigger than a dog. It's twice the size of a pit bull. Like, yeah. At least the pit bull Yeah, it's dog. way bigger. I mean, that's like bigger than a big wolf. Yeah. And you, they're just fucking you up, man. They know how to do it. Yeah. I think this was probably just a dumb mountain lion. Yeah. And this dude was lucky <laughs> and he made it work. But still... Still, that's Darwin right there. Here's the problem with it, and I want to finish on this, is that, you know, it's like that whole, after 9-11, for example, everyone that really was, good. well, but they were like, <laughs> they, all the people were like, man, if I was ever on a plane, if I was yeah. on that plane, I would have ran up, I would have kicked no. him in his nuts, I would have stabbed him, I would have, and you're just like, dude, you have no anti-terrorist training. No you wouldn't know what to do, but everyone has this fantasy, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, if a bear attacks me in the woods, I'll spray it, and I'll run up a tree, and, you know, it's just like, listen, now, these things are designed to kill, yeah. and they will kill you way better than you'll ever be able to not get killed by them. Yeah. So, but when people hear a story like this, now everyone's empowered to be like, ah, fuck it, I'll probably choke that thing out too. And it's now. like, no, you won't. Yeah. You're yeah. gonna die. Yeah. You 
gonna die. So yeah, this guy has probably inadvertently got a lot of people killed by mountain lions now in the future. I think too he's gonna get a lot of fight requests from people. Like, oh yeah, you beat mountain lion. Well, guess what? I beat mountain lion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like, like you definitely, uh, you definitely want to say you beat up a guy that, that strangled a mountain, mountain lion to so death. In, like, it's so facto, I beat up. Yeah, it's going to be tough for him. He's got a hell of a thing ahead of him. But I would say at least get the head on the wall. Yeah. You know, get that story documented. Get on the news. Maybe get on Rogan's podcast. I'd milk the shit out of a story like that. Peter would not be happy. Just become a legend of... Well, it was self-defense. It's different, bro. They always find something wrong, though, Peter. I don't know if they're a sponsor of your podcast. <laughs> no, no, Peter, no. they are not. <laughs> they don't frequent this. No, this that's probably best. Okay, I'm usually eating a steak while I'm doing okay. one. Of these. <laughs> but anyway, the conversation was great. You learned a lot about Travis, what it was like touring, um, just kind of him as a person. He's a very chill dude. He's super cool. If you're in the LA area, go check out his uh, vegan restaurants. If you like that sort of food, you can go have a very quiet conversation with the man that uh, is taking a vow of silence. Uh, but that's it. Thanks for joining me today, Jay. This was great. And yeah. uh, thanks for downloading, guys. Yeah. Peace. Have a good one.